Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And welcome to another episode of Is It Delayed? (laughs) Boop, boop. I'll take uh, Delayed for 1,000, Alex. Uh, The name's Steven. Oh. Wrong show. Oh. My mistake. <laughs> and it's what is delayed <laughs> okay. for 1000 Okay. Just the way your mother likes it, Trebek. Okay. <laughs> but basically, the answer is always going to be yes. Okay. Good to know. Otherwise, there would be no show called Is It Delayed? True. This is pretty much that show. This is that show. Oh. Officially. We have officially changed the podcast oh, name. Okay. It's called is There it is no point to talk about anything <laughs> but delays at this point. Got it, got it. But before we go and ruin everybody's lives with all of these <laughs> delay announcements yeah. that we may or may not have, you'll mm. have to stay tuned after the commercial break. That doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. <laughs> we are going to go into some other things first. Okay. A little bit more positive stories, I guess. Good. So we're giving them the good news first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then a whole lot of bad news. Okay. Or good news, okay. depending on what you think of certain franchises. Right. And then probably some more bad news. Got it. Later on. Okay. Do you remember a network called G4 back in the day, many years ago? Uh, vaguely? I don't... I feel like I remember that it existed, but I don't remember if I ever watched it. Okay. Well, the premise of the channel was it was essentially a tech... Slash gaming network channel. Okay. Called G4. Mm-hmm. And they had like two shows that were originals. Mm-hmm. And then the rest was reruns of Cops and Cheaters. Okay. Got so it. that was basically their programming for a while. Okay. <laughs> uh, and they had two shows called Attack of the Show, which was like. Oh. Kind of like a talk show slash variety show. Okay. Where they. Do skits and give you reports on the news and I remember that updates show. on the tech and gaming life. Right. And then they had X-Play, which was basically a half an hour. I believe it was half an hour. Maybe an hour. It was within that range. Okay. Uh, basically, reviews, previews, anything about video games. Okay. So uh, they teased during the Comic-Con that they were uh, potentially coming back in 2021. I see. That there was no like confirmation on in what capacity. Right. But I would imagine it's going to be either streaming or just a channel yet again. Okay. Cool. I'm a little excited by that. Yeah. I I watched the, both those shows when I could get home from school. Yeah. It was Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb who did X Play. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you realize this, uh, Olivia Munn actually was on Attack of the Show. Yeah, that's actually where I knew her from. Okay. Yeah. I didn't watch Attack of the Show, but when she came out of like nowhere, I was like, mm-hmm. what? where is she I don't she think from? she was originally on Attack of the Show. I think she came on later, if I recall. I and... had, you know what she was on? It was like, oh God, that terrible late night radio show that was like, was it Loveline? Was she on that? 
Yeah, she was a guest one time. Not like all the time. Okay, okay. She was a guest and they were like, this is Olivia Munn and she's from Attack of the Show. And I was like, okay. okay so it was cross And she seemed like not a dick. So I was like, mm-hmm. what's that? And I looked it up and I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Loveline. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for any cross promotion <laughs> guests again. Yeah. Uh, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about sex and, and video games and movies and TV. Yeah. And then you can do the same. Sounds great. <laughs> well, this one time I was banging abroad while playing Zelda. Yeah. Really give her the awkward of time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> give her three swings of the Master Sword, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I meant, I meant like a couple hundred swings. Hopefully you didn't, <laughs> hopefully you didn't run, out, <laughs> run out of stamina wheels. <laughs> yeah. So I actually heard about this. Obviously, through the marketing of it. Right. Somebody in one of my Facebook groups I am in was talking about how they work for the company under like a marketing coordinator thingy. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that's a good point. Are they hiring if they're trying to start up a business again? Right. So I tried to look into this. Couldn't find anything Mm -hmm. about G4 because they, as far as the world is concerned, doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But I stumbled across their website, g4tv.com. Mm-hmm. Go figure. And it was essentially the same thing that they did with the little marketing thing. But it was Windows DOS kind of coding setup thing. Okay. And then it went into a game of Pong, which you actually could play. Fun. And it was like you use your mouse and you just click on the screen anywhere and it would move the bar up and down. Nice. So if you lost, it would give you like these funny comments like, uh, you lost, but you're still a good person. You lost, but I I love you anyways. <laughs> I'm not mad, just disappointed. Like okay. funny little remarks. Right. But if you finally got good or if you get good, <laughs> they then give you a win. If you, if you get up to four points mm-hmm. against the AI. Okay. And then it pops in saying G4 with this message, uh, basically along the lines of enter your email and a corporate marketing plan will be in touch soon. His name is Phil. Phil will be in touch soon. Okay. So I don't know if this is some kind of ploy on Phil Spencer with the Xbox launch. I don't know. It's interesting. Because I feel like they want you to know who Phil is. Right. Or you're supposed to know who Phil is. And I don't know who Phil is. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is video games, Phil Spencer. Right. Interesting. Anyways. So I did that. I put in my email. I've got nothing out of it. Well, so you far. should soon. Yeah, soon so. I will though. Yeah. <laughs> but soon is not the last few hours. Right. Okay. Well, you have to let me know how, it ha- how that happens. Yeah. So anyway, if you're, anyone's interested in playing a very short comedic game of Pong, you can go on to the website, g4tv.com. Gotcha. And check out their little marketing thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this isn't really movies or TV related, but it's a TV network. Yeah. Originally was. So I figured I'd throw it in here. Yeah. Another surprise that I got when I was looking through news today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Witcher is going to have a spinoff that is going to be a prequel to the current show on Netflix. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess this was just announced today. Mm-hmm. But I, they just had Comic-Con. Why would they not have announced this at Comic-Con? It seems a little confusing. This was just a tweet, as far as I can tell. It was just a tweet thrown out. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting question. So the the tweet goes, 1,200 years before Geralt of Rivia. Did I say it right? No. Whatever. Geralt. Whatever. <laughs> the worlds <laughs> of monsters, men and elves, merged into one, and the first Witcher came to be. Well, that should be good. So like, there's like a whole like sex party going on? Yeah. It's like a gangbang? <laughs> I don't think it's quite a gangbang, but I could see why you might think that. <laughs> Yeah, I saw this pop up on my phone today, and I just barely saw the headline. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. As soon yeah. as I saw this, I was like, yep, she's going to want to see this. <laughs> yeah, so they were announcing uh, The Witcher Blood Origin, and it's a six-part live-action spinoff series uh, from Declan de Barra and Lauren Schmidt Hisrick. Declan. Declan. <laughs> Don't tell me you couldn't get that out of what it shows. <laughs> I can understand why you might have read it that way. All right. Declan. But Netflix wasn't done there. Oh, yeah? They apparently paid seven figures for a short horror story to a user on Reddit. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this is via Deadline. They set a deal to acquire the screen rights to Matt Query's short horror story, My Wife and I Bought a Ranch. Hopefully. I don't think they're talking about a bottle of dipping sauce. I hope it's nothing like We Bought a Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> was that a horror story? No. Okay. Probably not. It then. was like a terrible rom-com type deal. Yeah. I think. Where they were trying to match up uh, somebody with, like a, with a zoo animal. It was like a drama, but it was like rom- romance really. Is, I mean, but aren't all romances dramatic? Yeah, I guess you're right. So the premise of this story is uh, a couple named Harry and Sasha who buy their dream ranch in rural Idaho, but soon discover that they are not alone in the mountains. Okay. You're, sounds like your typical... Yeah, so hill people. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, the hills have eyes. Right. And potatoes. <laughs> potatoes the, also have the, eyes. <laughs> the hill potatoes have eyes. <laughs> At first I saw this story and I'm like, wow, I need to start writing short stories and throwing them on the internet. Right. That's what I was wondering. Like, how cool is that to be just, like, posting your shit on the on Reddit and then you get him a Netflix deal? Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay. When you get a little bit more deeper into the article. Oh. So what's the catch? So here's the catch. You get a little bit further into the article. It says, Query's brother, Harrison, has been tapped to write the screenplay. Wait a minute. Right at the bat, I was like, why the fuck is his brother writing it if he's the one that had this great fucking story that he yeah. wrote? Okay. So that was already confusing. Then it goes on to say, Scott Glassgold and his Ground Control Entertainment are producing, and this is the second project in the past year Glassgold and Harrison Query have sold to Netflix following last year's Three Musketeers. They... So that tells me this sounds like it's more of a, uh, what do they call that, uh, nepotism yeah, purchase. Yeah, that's that. Maybe like that's he, me being a little and maybe not quite cynical. Nepotism, but he definitely had some connection. Yeah, it, that's what it, it sounds like. It wasn't just to me. like a raw. Somebody was randomly reading something on Reddit. Was it was like, apparently. It's apparently it was a bid that Netflix did to win it. 
Interesting. So, I mean, it sounds to me like... Seems suspicious. His brother was kind of the uh, connection piece to even getting exactly. attention for this. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion. Yeah. Not to say it's not good or not. I haven't read the story. So that was a little bit of a bummer for me. I was like, I guess I'm keeping all of my stories to myself now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even bother trying to get me to write a book, Oprah. Yeah. Uh, follow-up question. Was there a new Three Musketeers last year? Uh, I think I've seen that scrolling on Netflix, but oh, I've never okay. watched it. Got it. Okay. So, um, we'll look. We can look, look for it if you want. Got it. Gets to be a good idea of seeing whether it was good or not. True. Give a good gauge as to whether his writing is, or his screenplay writing is worth anything anyway. Yeah. Whatever this story ends up being related to the mountain, I just hope that it has some love and thunder. Yeah. But in case it doesn't. Marvel's got us covered. Fair. With Thor, Love and Thunder. And according to Natalie Portman on Instagram through a live feed, uh, they are planning to start shooting on the next film beginning of 2021. She said, we haven't started filming yet. Uh, More time to get jacked, which I have not. I've got the carbo loading down, but not the exercise part. I'm super excited. We're shooting in Australia at the beginning of next year, I think. (laughs) Obviously, everything is weird because of pandemic time. Who knows what's happening? But the plan is for all of us to go. Okay. A lot to read between the lines there, though. Yeah. So, it doesn't sound like it's for sure, she says, I think, as far as the actual scheduling. Yeah. I guess that's presuming there's no delays by the end of the year. Right. Um. Also, I I didn't hear her actually say this on her thing. I just, mm-hmm. this is based off articles. Right. I hope that she's not joking about doing the carb loading and not actually been working out because we don't have a whole lot of time left in the, yeah. <laughs> in the year for her to get into jacked shape. Yeah, but she's a movie star. She can get into jack shaped in like probably a month if she really wanted to. That's true. It just takes money and she's got plenty of it. That's true. They they always give them uh whatever diet. Yeah. Whatever they call them. Yeah. Specialists. Nutritionists and like yeah. um Workout personal trainers, trainers and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Alright, I guess you're right. In my mind when she's saying getting jacked, it's like really fucking buff, but her mind, it could just be, like, toned. Yeah. I, I also think she probably realizes the level of, quote, jacked that she wants to be is not very sustainable for her body type. So mm-hmm. she probably is waiting until the last minute to do it gotcha. so that she doesn't so have to. So she doesn't have to, like, sustain it for that would be my, X amount that would months, be my guess. assuming they could get delayed. Yeah. Because she's a teeny tiny little human. I don't know how she's going to be, quote, like, jacked. I, I just am interested to see how that goes. She's going to be teeny tiny jacked. Yeah. I guess so. You're going to use a microscope make, damn, you're ripped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taika Waititi, the director for Thor Love and Thunder, has also been talking to people on BBC News. And he kind of gave a little update on the script saying, we've been writing the script off and on for over a year. And actually this week, doing another pass on it. I want to make something that I've never done or ever cared for. He was referring to the romance narrative of the movie i would like to attack something like that <laughs> okay interesting i don't think he meant attack like I know, destroy I know. it just I know. like tackle right i get it 
getting physical yeah. with romance, you know? Yeah, definitely. I'm interested to see how this comes out. I was thinking, I, I wonder if this all spawned from uh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a romantic movie, but like it had a lot of feelings. Right. And passion, you know, yeah, for definitely. for for relationships yes. with people. Yeah. So I wonder if it kind of sparked his interest in this. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and that, that film's as far as we know, is ex- expected in February 11th of 2022. So we got a long time for that one. Yeah. Okay, everybody, sit down, put your masks on, get ready. It's going to be a bumpy ride with all these delays I have to list. <laughs> put your mask on. You know, for protection. Yeah. Of course. You know, in your fragile state of hearing these delays, you don't want the Rona to be sneaking up right behind you. Yeah. Just hopping on in. Yeah. Yeah. Rona the hill monster. Yeah. All right. Lay it on me. What you got? Disney. Delaying a handful of stuff. Um, Avatar. All of those films are going to get delayed releases. Uh, so here is the plan for them. The first, or I guess the second one, the sequel, December 16th, 2022. The third one, December 20th, 2024. The fourth one, December 18th, 2026. And the fifth one, we're on the, we're on the fifth, right? Yeah. There's so many of these fucking <laughs> yeah, things. The fifth one. <laughs> the fifth one, December 22nd, 2028. How do you have plans for movies that far out? 2028. Because James Cameron is James is Cameron. James Cameron. <laughs> and James Cameron is James Cameron. Right. Okay. How do you not get this? I keep forgetting. Sorry. <laughs> and they also announced that Star Wars, which we don't necessarily have any actual films planned out mm-hmm. specifically. They just we know there are films. But they don't have any specific details on them. Okay. Uh, they are setting those to be December 22nd, 2023 for the next one of whatever Star Wars story they tell. December 19th of 2025. And then December 17th of 2027. Okay. So if you take both of these lists of dates. Yeah. Basically what they are doing. I'll simplify it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Keep your mask on. Mm-hmm. Avatar. Star Wars. Avatar, Star Wars. Avatar, Star Wars. Yep. Avatar. Yep. From 2022 to 2028. Yep. Pretty much like the, the weekend before Christmas, it looks like. Or yeah, one, one and these could be, obviously yeah. change dates. Yeah, but yeah. it looks like they want those to be the holiday time. Right. Which tells me they probably have their Marvel films uh, planned out. Every other month. Right. Yeah, every other <laughs> month year. of the year. Yeah, exactly. They have enough Marvel movies planned now that they're going to have those three or four yeah. throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. So that, that's some bad news if you really were looking forward to either franchise. Hmm. Good news if you fucking can't stand Avatar. <laughs> yeah. So good news for you, though. Until you realize that there's five fucking movies that are going to be coming out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they also, uh, I think there's a different story, but Mulan has been removed from their August 21st release date for theaters. And it is uh, indefinite right now. We yeah. don't know what's going on with that. Gotcha. I wouldn't mind a Disney Plus release. Yeah. Probably not going to happen, yeah. but I would love that so I could see it 
without having to pay for it. Right. It's kind of a thing I like to do. Yeah. Not paying for stuff. Yeah. Makes things taste better. Makes things look better. You yeah. know? Makes them Your more experience is better. Yeah. No matter how bad it is. If you didn't pay for it, it works Your out. experience is automatically better. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then here's a slippery slope. Not technically Disney, but it is Marvel slash Sony. Spider-Man 3 has been delayed uh, roughly a month from November 5th to December 17th of 2021. Interesting. Um, It was originally planned for July 16th of 2021, so it's jumped basically half a year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that they are focusing on Uncharted first because I know that they were supposedly having the filming starting this week, mm-hmm. but that was a big fat lie by Tom Holland right. on Instagram or whatever it was. Uh, but I'm curious, do you think this is going to affect the rest of the Marvel movie dates? With the, I know it's only a month, but could that have a delay on, I guess my biggest focus, I think, is Doctor Strange. Because I don't... When is that coming out? Do we remember? Oh, shoot. Uh, all right. So, Doctor Strange is March. Right? And yes. we know that... And that's 2022. Correct. Thor is February. So... So, they have a little... They, really, there shouldn't be any problems then. Yeah. They have a little bit of wiggle room if they needed to go another month, it looks like. But that's it. Well, it would just be more about the conflict of interest on marketing and not eating your own profits is the the only concern. Yeah. I was thinking more on the the storytelling side of does something have a plot point that's going to be spoiled if it's not put in a a certain date. But it seems like we're still safe. That's good. Or I should say Marvel is still safe. Yeah. But I do wonder if this delay is anything to do with disney itself delaying any of the disney plus stuff it could work the reverse way where maybe there's something in those shows or not necessarily something in them but just the fact that they are delayed maybe now they're like okay well we want to adjust some other stuff that's a good point and maybe we'll see some other changes now after this announcement right because if you remember when this got delayed to november everything else was then delayed like the next day right that's true. So, dominoes, you know? Yeah. We're not talking about the Marvel character. Or the pizza. Or the pizza. <laughs> Great. Great. Now I want some pizza. <laughs> but that's not all, folks. <laughs> Paramount has delayed a couple films. A Quiet Place 2 delayed from September of this year. To April 23rd of next year, and it 2021. Was, it was already delayed, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it was supposed to come out like back like in... Already, yeah. I think it was supposed to be like March or That's something. That's what I thought. Okay, just making sure. Uh, so that one I was looking forward to. Yeah, same. Still am. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I kind of forgot it existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not that upset. Yeah. But being reminded, I'm like, oh, darn. Yeah. Oh, shucks, you know? <laughs> Fiddlesticks. Yeah. Uh, then Top Gun Maverick delayed from December 25th, 2020, so this year, mm-hmm. to July 2nd, 2021. So a good half a year, or more than that. Eight months, right? Seven yeah, months? Ish, yeah. 
Um, I just have a question. You're talking about all these delays. We talked about Tenet last week. Whatever happened to that? What's the update? Any updates? Uh, last it was indefinitely delayed, and now all of a sudden they are saying uh, internationally it's going to be released on August 26th. So they kind of backpedaled, I guess. At okay. least I feel like they backpedaled. Gotcha. Is it? So they're releasing it outside of the U.S. then? Yeah, internationally. Okay. So I think it was like Asia, Europe. They okay. have plans to release it. So as soon as August twenty sixth, other places did their homework. Uh, and- North America, if I'm correct, is at earliest going to be September third in select cities, depending on their situation with the pandemic. So we won't be seeing it. Yeah, so yeah. we definitely won't be. <laughs> but that's okay because yeah. I, I know this is a hot take, and I know yeah. everybody's in love with this film yeah. without having seen it. Yeah, I'm not that concerned about it. Yeah. Like, I'll see it when I see it, but I don't really care. Yeah. Before all this shit went down, literally, uh, I was starting to get more interested in it. Like, when they finally got a trailer that had a plot, Mm -hmm. other than just, like, looking at holes in glass. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. That wasn't enough for you? No. Wow. Weird. Somebody has high (laughs) standards. I'm an idiot, but... I was actually more interested, but then, of course, it was like, nope. Sucks to suck. Doesn't Mm. matter. Yeah. (sighs) So, whatever. It's fine. I'm not distraught. I'll handle it. I hope so. Yeah. There's plenty of other things I'm more Do it for the children, you know? By. Yeah. Just for the children? Do it for the children. What children? All the children on Fortnite who oh. who are crying themselves to sleep waiting for Tenet to come out because of all the marketing that they did. Yeah. Think about them. Think about the children. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all the heartbreaking uh, delays we have. Uh, but we do have a little bit of some uplifting news. Do we? Yeah. Some would say it's excellent. Others, bogus. <laughs> to me, why not both? Why not both? Okay. Go ahead. Lay it on me. Bill and Ted Face the Music will now release on Tuesday, September 1st, instead of Friday, August 28th. Oh. And I know you're thinking, <laughs> what? Alex, how? <laughs> Is your name Alex now? <laughs> How is that possibly good news? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how. They're not just releasing in theaters three days later. They are also releasing on demand the same fucking day. Oh, good. That is excellent. So you're not getting it the Friday before, but you will get it at home in the comfort of your own home. So you will not have to deal with the theater or the risk of it being delayed coming up to September 3rd. Okay. I'm okay with that. At least I hope. I mean, I, I, I don't work there, so I can't oh, really say okay. that they wouldn't delay it again. Okay. But I imagine even if theaters are like, yeah, we're all dead, I imagine even they would be like, well, we're going to keep our on-demand release. Yeah. Did you happen to check out the new trailer that was launched with the uh, the news? I did. How are you feeling about it? It was pretty excellent. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, How did I'm you feel about it? Tubular? I don't know. <laughs> did they say that? I don't think they do. I, I would agree. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I feel like I was interested in the movies mm-hmm. up until now, but now I'm more excited. Is that because of the new cast member? No. Plural. <laughs> or just because of the change, uh, the apparent plot changes that I... It just feels like it 
seems like it's gonna be more fun than it looked right. before. Yeah, I agree. Like a, it's more of a a journey, I guess. Yes. Yeah, it seems like there's more of a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question for you. What? Do you think they're gonna have to explain in the movie what a phone booth is? I hope so. Because I imagine there's gonna be people in this world that don't know what a phone booth is, right? Yeah. They don't really exist anymore. For sure, yeah. I mean, they were already kind of dated when we saw the fucking movie as mm-hmm. kids, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely going to come up, I would imagine. Okay, at least a joke about it. Yeah. Okay, at least th- their daughter's making a, a comment like, what is this thing? Yeah, true. Is it to charge your phone? You know, something like yeah. that. <laughs> is it a bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you brought up the new cast member. Uh-huh. I assume you're talking about Samara Weaving. Uh, yeah, I added an S at the end because I also was excited about um, Kristen Schaal. I don't know who that is. Do I? Yes, you do. Oh, she's the one replacing uh, George Carlin, huh? The character, I don't know who she is supposed to be, but I assume yeah. she's replacing the role of George Carlin. Probably, yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, she's Yeah, hilarious. I saw her and I was pretty excited yeah. too. Yeah, and then, yeah, Samara Weaving, I was confused at first because i was like wait a minute what i didn't realize she was in this until i saw a uh thing from the comic-con where she was they were all doing like a panel thing mm-hmm. uh, obviously you know zoom right. chat not yeah. really a panel right uh and they were joking about how uh keanu reeves killed her uncle oh because her uncle is uh hugo weaving oh <laughs> yeah from uh matrix, matrix. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I was surprised. I felt like she looks way younger than. I mean, she doesn't look old, but I just was surprised that she actually passed as a teenager. I'm not really sure how old she is. And also, I didn't really feel like they look like teenagers. I felt like they just look like they're in their early 20s. Okay. I don't know. They just look like young women. I don't know. Okay. I don't like putting numbers to people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She is 28. Okay. Well, she looks good for her age. Yeah, she does. So do I. Okay. In another world. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm interested. Definitely, I'm a lot more interested after this trailer. I, mm-hmm. I was. Already... She's a great actress. Yeah. I, I've loved her in everything she's been in. Yeah. She looks terrifying. Yeah. In, in uh, something. What the fuck's that movie called? Guns Akimbo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she looks terrifying in that movie. Yeah, she does. Uh, but she does a great job. Yes. The one thing I will say that I'm a little concerned about mm-hmm. is that this movie is just a placement to shovel in them as the new cast to basically reboot bill and ted and also and also gender swap it yeah okay i guess you're right yeah i don't really see gender all right (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that i feel like bill and ted needs to be bill and ted and that's it i don't know why we need another one you know what i mean like another set of bill and ted's i feel like they are the characters in my yeah opinion. yeah I, well i literally call it bill and ted so no. you would have to change the name what of i mean is keanu reeves and i know yeah <laughs> um i don't know if that's what they're doing winter but the trailer i was like starting like there was little comments where i was like oh they're trying to do a pass the torch thing okay which i didn't even think of yeah at the time when they first were like oh they have daughters in this film Right. Didn't even think of it that way. But now, 
Well, I hope that doesn't But now work. I'm a little concerned that's going to be a passing the torch thing, which is going to not necessarily make it bad. It's just if that's their goal, that they could limit the possibilities with what they could do. Right. Because they're too concerned with that. Right. That's true. Yeah, I don't, I'm hoping they don't go that route. Or if they do, just make it fucking good. Yeah, just true. Make sure it's good enough that I don't care. Yeah. Just so what that means at the very least is make sure she has her eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want a Guns Akimbo yeah. look to her in yeah. any future movies. Yeah. And we have one more delay. <laughs> Just one more, huh? But it's not necessarily a movie. It's the whole damn theater chain. Yeah, it's all of the movies. <laughs> AMC. What? Yeah. Surprises here, right? Yeah. Uh, they have postponed reopening of their theater chain. They are now expecting to be able to open up mid to late August. So really, it's not that far off. It's yeah. like another few weeks at earliest. Yeah. But I think they were trying to open up now-ish. Yeah, I think their their plan was the end of July with those two movies. But those two movies are no longer a thing. So. Yeah, so... They're probably just like, yeah, we're not going to yeah. open until there's something worth opening for. Yeah, which is fair. <laughs> and we know that people will come in. Yeah, because nobody, I, I mean, mean. nobody knew, nobody cared to go in when they didn't have a pandemic. Right. So I don't yeah. really know how that's going to change. Yeah. But their quote was, this new timing reflects currently expected release dates for much anticipated blockbusters like Warner Brothers, Tenet, and Disney Mulan, as well as release dates for several other new movies coming to AMC's big screens. So kind of like you just said. Yeah. We're not going to waste our time if there's nothing worth showing. Yeah. It's kind of what they're saying. Yeah. Which is fair, though, because, like, probably most people wouldn't be going to the movie theater for something that was just, like, a rerun. Or, you know, for lack of a better exactly. word. Exactly. Yeah. If it's not a movie that looks like it's really worth your time and to risk... <laughs> Getting a disease. Yes. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. Like... Some people, again, in like the groups I'm in, I see a lot of people, a good chunk of people. I don't know what percent of the population it really is, but a good chunk of people I see say in posts, this is the movie that I'm going to go to the theater for. Like, I'll risk the Rona for this film. Yeah. And that's surprising to me. Yeah. I Like, if it was like, look who's talking now again (laughs) sure yeah i'd get it yeah would you yeah i think that i i don't understand personally i wouldn't be going to a theater at all at this point but that's just my own opinion uh i don't even know what the situation is with our uh regal subscription i i have not looked at it since when they first were talking about opening in early june i want to say it was i remember they're getting a notice through the app about welcoming us back but it mm-hmm. wasn't like technically happening yet yeah but i hope that we're not getting <laughs> i had an i hope we're not getting our month tallied off when they're not even open right i had a notification on my phone before we started actually that was something about regal and it said uh mid to late august okay so they are also I mean, imagine they're all going to do the same time, right? 
Nobody wants to be the guinea pig. Yeah, why would you bother opening if nobody... I mean, yeah, I get it. Of course, now I can't find it, but I was, like, about to read it. Sounds like you're just a fucking liar. (laughs) Sounds like you were just trying to impress everybody. Whatever. Breaking news. Don't trust her. Yeah. More like heartbreaking for me, but breaking nonetheless. Right. So if you're looking forward to seeing movies in the theater, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. But... While you're waiting, you know what you can look forward to? What? Knowing that Sonic 2 is going to happen. And it's got an official release date of April 8th, 2022. Okay. So they gave a good almost two-year cushion. Yeah. A year and a half cushion for theaters to open back up before they release. Probably a good call at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Why risk it? Uh, And Jeff Fowler is expected to return as the director. Cool. I don't think they have any details as far as the actual plot or anything, but I'm sure everyone's going to expect him to run fast and probably fight Dr. Robotnik. Just just a hunch. Yeah. But that's not it for our video game news. Oh, yeah. What well, else you got? Video game movie news, I should say. Right. Not really game news. Uh, not so much of this is happening, but like it's got a lot of traction to happen. Okay. I would say. Uh, Brie Larson was on Gary Witta's animal talking show where they, basically it's a late night show set up where they talk about animal crossing and mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah. A Nintendo video game. Uh, and she was asked what all of this connection with her and Samus talk is about on the internet. And it was referencing uh, the fan casting of her playing Samus in a Metroid movie. Right. Uh, And she said, I would love that so much. So I was Samus for Halloween two years ago. I was so excited about it, and so I posted a picture of it on Instagram. So that whole thing started. I definitely want to participate in that. So Nintendo, once again, I would love to do it. Basically, after she posted a picture on Instagram a few years ago of her in a Samus costume. Right. People lost their shit thinking that she was going to be doing a movie right. or that they wanted her to do the movie Nobody and play Samus. Like, Nobody was like, oh, it's Halloween. That's yeah. normal. Um, <laughs> October 31st. This must be, she must be playing a teaser movie. for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's basically just saying, like, yeah, uh, it wasn't anything, but yes, I would like to play that character <laughs> if it happens. Yeah. Okay. Which, what do you think? Do you think that would be a good casting? I think so. Yeah. It would work. I know much less about the character of Samus than you do, but what uh, little I know, it seems yeah, like it would be an it, okay casting. Yeah, you don't casting. really need to know a whole lot. Okay, that's our general news for the episode. Uh, but Comic-Con did happen this week, so there's a lot to dig into as far as those panels and announcements and all of the all that jazz. Yeah. All that jazz. Shout out to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, and kind of leading into Comic-Con news, we've talked about a couple movie movies based off video games, char- video game characters. Mm-hmm. Why not add another one in there? Of course. Mega Man. Uh, there is a movie that was announced a while back. Uh, director Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman confirmed that not only was the live action film going to happen still... Uh, but they had big news coming soon, which they didn't give, but they were 
They were cock-teasing everybody. They were like, hey, look, we have news that yeah. there's going to be news. Yes. Cool. All right. Got it. It's like when Nintendo announces that they have an announcement. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what this is. Just checking. Yes. Uh, they quoted saying, we're super excited about it. I think we're going to have some big news about it soon. I can't say all that much right now, but it's a project very near and dear to our hearts, and we're psyched. So, what do you think? They're going to release a... Do you think they'll have news on a, a release date? A teaser? A trailer? Possibly. One of these? I mean, like you said, it could pretty much be anything, but um, I guess if I had to guess, I would say a trailer? Okay. I would imagine it would be more of a teaser than a trailer at first. I guess you're right. Because I don't know how far they are with the whole movie. Yeah, I have no far, idea how far they uh, but here's what I'm thinking it is. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. This is a Capcom movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. I think they're announcing that they're going to let go these two directors and bring on Paul W. Anderson. Yeah. And his wife, Mila Jovovich, to play Mega Man. I hope not. And they're going to change the name to Mega Man. Yeah. Does that was that a whole joke just so you could say Mega Man? No, the whole joke was because it's Capcom. <laughs> yeah. And they're in every fucking Capcom movie. Fair enough. The well, Mega Man I just thought of last second. Okay. That was like that was like the chair <laughs> the I just cherry. tossed on last second before it went out the door. Gotcha. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. You don't want like a Another Capcom movie with the same fucking director and lead actress combo? Yeah, I am sure. Okay. <laughs> Next you're going to tell me you don't want her to play Dante in a Devil May Cry movie. Yes, I also... That would also be Wow, true. you are sexist. All right. Anyways, I'm interested in that. Yeah, it sounds like it could be cool. Although with the current state of society and who has to play certain characters... They might just announce that the lead is going to be played by a robot. Yeah, that's true. Throwing that out there. Yeah, I guess I'll never know. So it could be Mila Jovovich then. All right. I thought it was good. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. She doesn't have time for this, apparently. Anyway, I do have time for Let's talk about some fucking dinosaurs. Jurassic World Dominion, to be exact. Do you have prehistoric time or just time? I mean, all time is time. Yeah. Yeah. The land before time, even. Yeah, there's always time. Okay. Even though they claim it was before time. It's bullshit. Yeah, how would you know if it was before time? Yeah, they just didn't have clocks, I guess. I guess. Yeah, but they always had the sun, so. Anyway, uh, this is actually some fun news about the next movie and the installment. Um, Apparently, they're going to be going more into practical effects than the last two films. So this is kind of fun. I think that'll be good news for the upcoming, uh, in the years to come, displays at Universal Studios. <laughs> um, they say in a quote, we've actually gone more practical with every Jurassic movie we've made since the per- first one. And we've made more animatronics in this one than we have in the previous two. I assume they're talking about the first Jurassic World movie, right? I think Because so. I feel like... Two and three in the Jurassic Park series, I feel like were more heavy on the CGI than they were. I assume that that's the case also. Yeah. Um, He continues to say, 
And the thing that I've found, especially in working in the past couple of months, is that we finally reached a point where it's possible to digital extensions on animatronics will be able to match the texture and the level of fidelity that on film an animatronic is going to be able to bring. And you didn't used to be able to really mix them. You could really see the seams. So that part of it is very exciting for me. Yeah, I mean, that's always been a big criticism, too, with movies lately is Mm -hmm. the CGI versus practical effects when it comes to character designs and stuff. Right. Uh, Movies kind of started leaning towards CGI over practical for a while. Now you're seeing the pendulum kind of come back Mm -hmm. and, and practical is becoming more popular. Star Wars kind of started doing it with their newer movies by focusing on practical a little bit more each movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, obviously, you look at Jurassic Park, fucking amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. The CGI for the time was great, mm-hmm. but the practical was really fucking good. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to hear this because they just kind of said was, we can put CGI on the practical too. Yeah. So, we get the benefit of... Making it look real, but then also getting those movements that we need it to do mm-hmm. that we can't do with technology itself, like yeah. robots and yeah, definitely uh, Mila Jovovich stuff like that. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, something I'm pretty excited about is this uh, thing that they said that we're going to see more of Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. I know Jeff Goldblum showed up again in Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, he was more of a but cameo. But it was like a, yeah, barely anything. But they're claiming... Which they put him in the trailer like it was a thing. I know, yeah. Um, but but apparently they're actually going to play bigger roles than that little cameo bullshit. So I'm excited about that to see how that mixes with the yeah. current cast. Um, and so... Yeah. You think she's going to have to go through like an even bigger pile of shit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited for dominion to come out i think that's going to be really fun i really hope that it makes it through all of the things it needs to do in time to get released on time Mm -hmm. uh, which is supposed to come out june 11th 2021 i hope the world is back to normal by then (laughs) which is ironic because based off the franchise the world I mean, is not normal. We want the, the real world to be back to normal so that we can go watch the dinosaurs take over the earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And let woman inherit it. Yep. Or whatever the saying is. Yeah. Dinosaur eats man. Man creates, or God creates man, man creates dinosaurs, dinosaurs eat man, woman inherits the earth. Yeah. Boom. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Woman Eats dinosaurs. All right. Dinosaurs creates man. How? And then man just becomes best buds with the dinosaurs and tells the woman to fucking take a hike. I don't think that's how it works. That's how my story went. Okay. I'm writing, you didn't hear, I'm writing the sequel. Yeah. Is it Jurassic World, nobody wants to see it? No. (laughs) It's called Jurassic World Bitter Much. Uh, I know I, 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 there's people who are bitter in this world, and it's definitely not because of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Right. Or any scenario involving dinosaurs, men, or women. Yeah. <laughs> I think. As far as we know. As far as we know. Yeah. The people who are bitter in this world are probably so because of New Mutants. 
which has been non-released for how many years now? Oh my god. That's like the bane of everyone's existence, basically, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's existence. <laughs> Everyone who likes... God's up there somewhere and be like, yeah, I fucked up. I should never have made people. Look what they did. They turn around and then don't release me new mutants. Yeah, I fucked up. Let the Armageddon happen. Yeah. I mean, here we are. <laughs> I'm stopping no comets from now on. Yeah. Uh, so they had a panel at Comic-Con. Obviously, this is the topic we're in. Yep. Uh, and I was actually surprised by that, to be honest. That I was like, people even care to... They're not going to just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, they want us to know that they still haven't released it. Yeah. Uh, but they are sticking to the August 28th release date, so... Next month, presumably this movie is coming out, but look at all it. these other fucking delays. So I believe that when I see it. Yeah, especially when they've delayed Mulan how many times? Yeah. Which just kind of shows they just want this to just go out and die at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't even care the result. They just want to get it out of the way. Yeah. A little bit of news on what the potential of this franchise was going to be before it got thrown in the trash after the Fox. Bridged. Yeah, <laughs> before I got fridged for the theater experience. Uh, they had planned a trilogy, which, I mean, it's Fox. Well, of course weird. they fucking yeah. did, right? <laughs> you can see that in their storytelling. Yeah. Some of which they just never continue into the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> but Antonio Banderas was apparently planned to play a character named Warlock. What? And they were going to use... The Inferno Saga as a crossover story with X-Men. Interesting. Now I'm... Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, Warlock. Is that Adam... Not Adam, Adam Warlock. Warlock? It can't be. He's not an X-Men character, but technically if he's involved in this story, they could do that. No, I think he's a separate thing. He's got to be a separate character, right? Or else they would say Adam Warlock. Yeah. Well, I'm not familiar with... It says Extraterrestrial Mutant slash Technarchy. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a separate guy. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, so he was apparently planned to be used to play a character named Warlock in a setup where they're going to do an Inferno Saga, which was going to be a crossover with the X-Men. That's not a real thing, is it? That's really what he looks like? (laughs) It looks like Rick as a robot. Yeah. Pissed off at Morty. Crossed with like a tiki mask. Okay, I see that. (laughs) Yep. Okay. So, yeah, not Definitely Adam not Adam Warlock. Not then. at all. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, well, not that it matters now. They weren't going to yeah. do it. But here's what they did do. They showed a clip of the New Mutants, mm-hmm. followed by a trailer, which kind of just bled into the whole thing uh, seamlessly. We watched this trailer. Mm-hmm. Basically what it was is uh, the character Danny Moonstar waking up to a bunch of chaos in her sleep. Uh, her dad pulls her out of the trailer and yelling, we gotta go, hold my hand. And just shit is exploding everywhere, left and right, all over the place. Houses were blowing up, which, mm-hmm. okay. I don't know how they were doing that, but yeah, I was they curious. were launching in the air and blowing up. And right. Some cars, and mm-hmm. uh, eventually you just hear all of these people screaming and a bunch of fucking roaring and yeah, and destruction. He takes her away and, and hides her in a tree. Normal. The usual. Yeah. Leaving him with the Keebler elves, you know? Yeah. 
and then she gets confronted by uh, this, the demon bear, essentially, that mm-hmm. we've seen in previous trailers uh, after uh, seeing her dad killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the trailer kind of goes into the institution that we've seen in previous trailers with the other characters and them fighting these weird demon-looking guys with these creepy masks on. Yeah. Uh, not ones to prevent coronavirus. Yeah, different kind of mask. If anything, they are the coronavirus. Yeah, seems like it. Uh, and then we see a lot more of magic mm-hmm. with her CGI arm and her... fighting demon bear right. a bit in this trailer. A lot of action in this trailer. Yeah. A lot more action this than we've seen in the previous one. This was more interesting than most of the other trailers. Yeah, so I'd say this got me a little bit more interested in this. Yes. Uh, I was already, but again, we've been waiting how many years? So yeah. like, it's kind of at the point where no matter what we see, we probably weren't going to care. Yeah. Whereas like, oh yeah, I finally saw it now. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But I guess the worst case scenario could be people love this movie. Yeah. And then they're not going to get that sequel because... That's true. Although they could. I guess if it does that fucking well, through the chaos and mm-hmm. drama of the yeah marketing of this... True. If it actually does really well and succeeds, mm-hmm. maybe they find a way to, to implant it into the MCU. That's a good point. They got a young cast. Yeah. If they set it up in a way that it does not connect to the other X-Men movies... They don't have anything to really worry about. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyways, so yeah, this trailer gave a lot more action and context to the plot. Uh, and I think it really left people with a positive feeling about this movie. Yeah, it seems like it would. Uh, <laughs> Justice League left people with a lot of negative feelings. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the Snyder Cut is a thing now. Uh, and Zack Snyder was at his house for Comic-Con. <laughs> what? At home. Yeah. Uh, And he was talking about uh, basically just stuff involving the Snyder Cut that he's going to be releasing on HBO Max next year. Uh, He gave a glimpse of the the (laughs) black-suited Superman uh, meeting Alfred for Mm -hmm. the first time. Yeah. It was a clip, and yep, yep, that's a black suit for Superman. Right. It reminded me a lot of the Spider-Man suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it was just the same exact thing, just black. No um, actual change to the suit. Yeah, I actually read an article thing that was talking about how they literally used the same suit. They just changed it and... They just spray painted it? No, they didn't. It's in. It's all in post. Oh, they just it's CGI'd the sa- it? It's the same exact suit. They just changed the color in post. Hmm. Because they said since they thought it wasn't going to be a large portion of the film, it wasn't worth the budget for creating the new suit because they were pretty expensive, yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it looks exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's what they did with... No, because they had practical suits, I think, in Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. where he had the black suit. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, it was kind of cool to see him in this suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of gives us a better idea, I think, of what direction this movie could go, because this was a scene that was not in the theater cut. Right. Uh, and he went to, on to say, I would destroy the movie. I would set it on fire... Before I use a single frame that I did not photograph. Uh, that is a fucking hard fact. That's... Uh, and this is in reference to him not using any footage of anything that he did not take himself. 
uh, mainly referring to Josh Whedon's reshoots that he obviously stepped away from right. uh, for the remainder of the filming of this movie. Well, I mean, the good news is that that means it's probably going to be a completely different movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I mean, it doesn't mean that he's not going to have the same context right. of footage in his movie because if there's stuff that he filmed, yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll use that I know, still. I know. I'm just... Yes. Yeah. But any of the reshoot stuff we won't get. Yeah, which so is good. So the only downside to this is that means we will not get a glimpse of Mustache Superman. That's fair. Which but, I would have loved to have seen. Yeah. I wish they would just, like, release just, like, a small clip of that just to please so everybody can Fuck see. it. Just yeah. release a picture. Yeah, a picture. Who's not going to want to, like, who's going to be upset that they, he's not supposed to have a mustache. Yeah, what kind of bullshit is I this? can't trust this Superman. <laughs> He looks like a CSB. He's going to steal my wife. I don't know this Superman. <laughs> no, everyone's going to want to. he doesn't see. need a mustache to steal your wife. That's, Look at him. that's fucking true. <laughs> He'll be building a computer and your wife's going to get all fucking moist for the guy. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, my, my, uh. My my computer's broken. Anyone whose wives have suddenly uh, suddenly developed an interest in computer games. Oops, the computer broke. <laughs> I better call the repairman. <laughs> So that's what happened to our computer last okay. week. Okay. Yeah, right. Also, I may have broke the computer last week. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing the, the actor who plays um, Cyborg has been saying a lot of trash about Whedon. I have seen that. He's like talking a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm really curious, like, what spawned all of this aggression that he didn't have before? Yeah. I'm just kind of curious if this kind of tied into that, like, his attitude about, like, oh, I'm not using a fucking single frame. Oh, right. I don't know if it's, I mean, he probably just as a director wouldn't want to because that defeats, that literally defeats the point yeah. of having a director's cut. Yeah. If you're using shit that's not yours. Right. But it does seem like, wasn't that obvious? Yeah. That's true. The fact that you're passionately explaining that you're not going to it just makes me think that it's more about, I don't know, the person who did the reshoots yeah. rather than the reshoots themselves. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Anyways, just give me the goddamn movie. I don't yeah, I don't just, care about the reshoot I drama. I don't care about the drama. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a long ass time to wait for the Justice League Snyder cut. I'm yeah, sure. That we do. I'm going to imagine, they, they say 2021, I'm going to imagine it's at the end of the year. Yeah. There's no way we're getting it early on. Yeah, that's true. Best case is like summer, I bet you. Right. Uh, So, we will have to wait for that. Luckily, we have The Boy Season 2 coming out on Amazon Prime, which was also at Comic-Con. And they had a couple panels and talked a bit about Season 2 and beyond. Okay. Uh, Showrunner Eric Kripke said that we tried to make it more intense, crazier, more emotional, and with higher stakes. It's even getting political up in here. We made it more edgy. We're going after white supremacy in season two, white nationalism in season two. We're going after systematic racism in system or in season two. And all of those things really effing suck. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny, unless they censored the quote in the article. Yeah. I think it's funny that a show that is like not censored at all in any way has a quote that's censored he must have just known whatever source he was talking to <laughs> probably wouldn't want to deal with censoring it yeah yeah 
But yeah, that is pretty ironic. <laughs> the the Christian alliance of superhero enthusiasts. Yeah. Case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were speaking to Case. Yeah. Uh, I mean, weren't we kind of expecting all of this? It's yeah, the boys, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've already seen some trailers, and they already show that it's going fucking ramping up, right? Absolutely. It looks uh, intense. So what we do know, I guess, from their talking is that boy, the boys are on the run in, after season one. So right. this whole season two is basically them on the defense more so than the offense, it sounds like. Right. Uh... And it's going to have a little bit more focus on Butcher's arc after the ending of season one. Okay. Which, not to spoil, <laughs> we all know what that's about. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they actually ended up showing a clip of the show to mm-hmm. everybody. Okay. Uh, which kind of uh, adds the proof to his claims that they stepped it up in season two from yeah. season one. Which involved the boys in a speedboat being chased down by... I couldn't tell if they were dolphins or sharks. I think they were dolphins. They but... were pretty fast, so I'm assuming yeah. dolphins. Yeah. But it would have been better if they were sharks, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and the Deep mm-hmm. apparently is back, and he's yeah. uh, following along as well on a whale. Yeah. Uh, where he shows up, blocks them from getting to their escape route. Mm-hmm. Uh just or, for or <laughs> just for the butcher to take his name a bit too literal. Yeah. And uh, with a slight millisecond of hesitation, change his mind and full throttle into that fucking whale. Yeah. Uh, and that was basically the clip. Yeah. They, uh, they definitely <laughs> stepped it up from the dolphin in the first season. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, side note, what kind of a dip, like, what kind of a terrible ocean person is the deep that he's just going to sacrifice a whale. He didn't even try to like didn't even try. move with the whale. No. And then, Although, to be fair, it looked like the whale basically beached itself. Yeah, right? he had, he told, he made the whale beach itself. Yeah. Which is also a huge dick move. Why would you do that if you're yeah. like an ocean person? You That's know? true. That's very true. He's terrible. Although the whole concept of the show, all the characters They're all terrible. are terrible people. Fair enough. Right? Fine, but I was still annoyed with that initially, and then as soon as I figured out what was going to happen, I was like, oh, God. At least you know he's never going to finger a whale's hole. I mean, we don't know that. We know that because of season one and how he went through such torment. Yeah. He knows not to do that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that was a pretty fucking intense clip. Yeah, I feel bad for the whale. Yeah. Luckily, it's not real. Yeah. I know, but it's still, it still is like, oh God. Yeah, I get it. You have empathy for the animal. I get it. I just hope that like Pinocchio like walks out after like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. So they definitely uh, went all out. And then it spawns a spinoff show called The Real Boys. All right. Yeah. And he joins the team. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> Amazon, are you listening? <laughs> he has to fight off a bunch of fucking donkey fucks. Yeah. I mean, it probably would sell. He's like killing donkey people and he's like, welcome to the donkey show, bitch. Yeah. I keep wanting to say, ha but that's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it not, is. Not Pinocchio. Yeah. 
He could like lie to people and be like, I'm only here to be your friend. And then his nose grows out, mm-hmm. but it's like a sword. Yeah. It grows out and he pulls it off. Mm-hmm. It's just like a case and his nose is actually a sword. Yeah. And then he'll be like, on guard. Does he have to fight you with his face though? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seems inefficient. That's a little inefficient. Yeah. Uh, well, but I don't write these things. I mean, it's seemed... okay. <laughs> Technically, I wrote this one. Okay. But I think it has a lot of potential. Yeah. Unlike that will. Right. Well, uh, this seems like the next season is going to be absolutely bananas, and I'm in, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Well, they've already announced the third season before the release of the second. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think didn't they even do that for the first? I think they did. Season? I feel oh, like no, the f- that, that was The Witcher. Maybe this one too. No. I feel like this show got announced season two before they even had season one out. Okay. I don't know. But I'm pretty confident that happened. Right. Either way, season three has already been announced. Yeah. And not only that, they're having a after show hosted by Aisha Tyler. Okay. And then I, so here's my question then. Does that make this show a weekly release or is it going to be dropped all at once? I cannot recall because we did watch the show after it had already been released. So mm-hmm. for all I know, we just missed the week to week releases and we watched the whole thing in like two days. Yeah, I can't. But I just don't know if this was a binge show or if this was a week to week release. But if they're having a show like that where you talk about yeah. each episode, that makes me feel like this is going to be released weekly and it not does. going to be here's the whole season. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. It does seem that way. Because otherwise it's like weird. You're going to like people aren't going to want to waste the time between episodes to watch the conversation piece. Right. Right. They're going to be like, I just want to watch the next fucking episode. Yeah. So that must mean they're going for a weekly release then. Hmm. I think that signs point to that. We'll see. I mean, the, the signs are also pointing to Pinocchio being on the show. But are they? Like we don't necessarily know. I like that's just you pointing to that. All right, whatever. <laughs> well, that wasn't the only show that Amazon had at Comic-Con. Uh, they actually are going to have a new show called Truth Seekers. Uh, and it is eight-episode series uh, which will follow a team of part-time paranormal investigators as they travel across the UK in search of evidence of the supernatural. However... It's all fun and games with their homemade gadgets and comedic hijinks until they begin to uncover a conspiracy that could bring about Armageddon for the entire human race. Okay. Uh, This is a show starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Right. And it looks just like a show starring them would should look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little surprised. I feel like they didn't really highlight much comedy. There was a couple like one-line things that were clearly jokes but yeah overall it seemed like it was more just i don't really know i I feel like it was gonna be more like ridiculous scenarios rather than like verbal comedy mm -hmm. but i could be wrong well you know like it describes it's it sounds like they're scam artists essentially and then they realize oh no there is a something going on yeah and I assume it's going to be like the underdog tale where right. they start out as frauds and then they kind of right. grow into doing this actual super uh, savior thing. Yeah. 
you know, we watched the, the teaser. It was like a minute and a half, so mm-hmm. not much of a tease, but essentially that's the premise we got out of it was yeah. some creepy shit and a couple comedic actors. Yeah. It seemed interesting to me. Yeah. And they're claiming coming soon, so who knows what that means. Yeah. Uh, hopefully soon to them is like next week. Right. Otherwise, uh, I'm busy. <laughs> All right. Star Trek was at the event. Yeah. They had a lot of stuff. Uh, apparently CBS All Access was like, yeah, we only have Star Trek now. <laughs> so they're just doubling down? Yeah. Okay. Uh, more, more than doubling, like quadrupling. They're quadrupling down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Discovery, uh, already two seasons out. We watched those. Go mm-hmm. check out our review. Uh, originally they said there was no release, and this was at Comic-Con. Uh, but as of today, our recording, mm-hmm. the news came out that... CBS All Access has announced October 15th to be the release date for the season three premiere. It's going to be 13 episodes and the Discovery crew is heading into an unknown feature far from the home they once knew. So the same premise of the rest of the show. Yes. (laughs) Or any Star Trek show at that. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Of course, you know, we got rid of our... Yeah, but this All is October, action. so give us That's a few true. months. That's true. We have a few months. We can probably we'll have a few months. Maybe we'll have another. Your email to get a free trial. Maybe they'll have a free trial we can yeah. grab, yeah. Okay, good call. Plus by then, because I was wanting to watch Lower Decks as well. Yeah, and that comes out, I think, this month. Yeah. Or next month. August. Early right. August. Very soon, yeah. Uh, Picard, they didn't really have anything about the show itself uh, as far as season two or anything. They just kind of talked with cast members uh, and their experience and what inspired them to want to return or to do the show or just mm-hmm. kind of behind the scenes of prep for the show's existence. Um, that was really it. I think it was more just for like fan service for people. Uh, the Lower Decks, however, as you referenced, they showed a clip from the show and it had, en- is Ensign like a title? Ensign, yeah. Ensign? Okay. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. <laughs> okay, whatever. It's like captain, but it's like a you're a beginner. Okay. It's like your so your you're title. Like rookie. It's, it's your yeah, rookie. Like assistant to the yeah. manager. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it's called in like other military forms, but it's like Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Ensign Boimler. Okay. I hope that's how you say that. <laughs> it bothers me cuz it comes up that it's spelt wrong, but yeah. like no, that's how they're spelling it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so he's a character. I think he's the lead character. Uh, and he's pretending to make a captain log in the closet mm-hmm. of the floor they're on. Right. Uh, and then Enzyme Rutherford, which is a female character, uh, is drunk off of some space booze that is apparently illegal. Mm-hmm. And she's basically harassing him with, like, what's he doing? Making fun of him because he's doing a captain log that right. he's not a captain, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, you know, playful banter. Uh, and then she starts swinging around some kind of Klingon weapon, which I think we've seen in some of the, you know, Discovery yes. episodes. Uh, and she accidentally uh, chops his leg. Not off, but just into it. <laughs> yeah. And they both fucking panic. Yeah. So, uh, and that was the end of the, tr- the, the clip. Appropriately so. Was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it had a very adult tone to it. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit more into it than, than we... 
were after the first trailer they showed. Okay. Uh, but again, we don't have CBS All Access anymore. Yeah. So I guess in October, I'll see if I like it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what did you think then? I mean, I thought it was funny. Um, I feel like it was kind of silly, but mm-hmm. uh, it seemed like it could be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a show that I'm rushing out for, but I, I think I would enjoy it. Yeah. So. Uh, and then here's the one that I did not even know existed. I kind of was hoping you haven't seen this yet, and I'm surprising you with this. Yeah. If not, oh well. I tried. <laughs> Counts as a birthday gift. Does it? Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Okay. Is a show that's going to be coming out starring the actors who, I don't know their names. I'm a terrible <laughs> person. But I know the, char- the character names. Yeah. So starring Pike. Okay. Spock and number one. Okay. Uh, and the premises. Uh, so, it, side note, the ones who play them in Discovery? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. So, yes, the, the exact characters from Discovery. Okay, got it. Sorry. Sorry. Just making, making sure. And the premises that it will be set on the USS Enterprise a whole decade before James T. Kirk took control of the bridge. So. Here's the part that I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> okay. It sounds like this is exactly the answer yeah. to the fucking problem that we were trying to figure out with yeah. the entire show. Yeah. When the fuck it took place. Yeah. Because it didn't seem to make sense based off the original show. Right. And the tie-in of the timeline. Yeah. Hope none of that is spoilers for people. It shouldn't be. Okay. It's pretty vague. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I had heard of the title of this, but I didn't know anything about it. So I'm okay. actually pretty, I'm interested to hear about it. Yeah, I mean, so I cool. imagine, I'm, I'm, I don't know how long this has been in works for. Yeah. Either they planned this from the start and those plot points that they've had in the show were intended for this exact thing mm-hmm. as a spinoff. Or because of the confusion and the response from viewers mm-hmm. with the time frame. Maybe they decided to try to retcon it into a explainable Maybe. plot point. Maybe. Do you think we'll be seeing any kind of cameo from somebody who's going to play Captain T. Kirk in any capacity, like, before mm. he would ever take the seat? That's an interesting idea. Like, maybe he's just somebody that, like, they know. I mean, it does seem like they're setting up to potentially... Like, like they reference him. Yeah. And, like, how he's moving up the ranks or some shit. I don't yeah. know. Could be. I'm not a Star Trekian, so please yeah. don't be mad at me it's if called, I'm saying this completely it's wrong. It's called Trekkie. So I'm above Star <laughs> Trek fans because I am at the tier of Star Trekian, is what <laughs> you're saying. I'm more of a fan than them. Oh, I see. That's what you're telling me. It's not what I said. I mean, if they haven't reached the level of Star Trekian, then that means that I'm clearly better. Oh, okay. It's pretty embarrassing. I'll spread the word. So how do you feel about this? Do you want this show? I mean, I'm interested. Like, I feel like it's just going to be more... Of Discovery, right? Just yeah. a different cast? Yeah. Unless the complaints of Discovery were that it wasn't the formula of the original show enough. Maybe that's what this is. I don't know what all the complaints were. I didn't really look into it. I mean, I don't know yeah. if there were a lot of complaints. I just... I mean, I know it didn't remember it didn't have such a great, like, audience rating from I, I know but... that the time stuff, I felt like, had a lot of people uh, confused and upset. Right. Whether that meant they didn't like the show altogether, I don't know. Right. But... Yeah. I know there was questions of that. And um, a Star Trek but I will say that I liked... Uh, initially, when he came on, I didn't like Pike, but... Yeah, you're like, take a Pike! No. Um, but, because I knew who he was 
front or knew who the character was supposed to be. Yeah. And so well, I, I mean, like, I even knew that, and I wasn't. Yeah. Um. And but I did like the guy who played Spock. And number one, that was Rebecca Romaine, right? Yeah. Okay. So she's just like in TV shows now. That's like a thing she does. I don't know. I don't know what's last. Because whenever been I in. saw her, and I was like, "Oh, this must just be like a one-time deal." I don't know what the last I thing still, she's been in is. I still associate with her with like Mystique. So that's what I'm saying. Is like <laughs> past X Men movies. I don't yeah. know what the fuck she's been in. That's fair. She just is like a movie star. Like me. I feel like she's probably been in like a movie as like a a cameo or something that I just can't remember. Mm-hmm. But like I can't recall her in anything. Yeah. Well, either way, the concept uh, of this show is interesting. But she had a bigger role than one episode on on the show Discovery. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. was in there a little bit. Yeah, she was yeah. at least a f- handful of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, CBS All Access. Uh, they have a, a lot of Star Trek shows planned. In yeah. fact, producer Alex Kurtman has confirmed that the writing has already begun on this current show, uh, and there's ten stories broken, which are very exciting, and they're just sort of at the beginning. But it was one of those shows that everyone came in and was with such enthusiasm and so much love. Of course. So, I mean, yeah, I imagine they all love Star Trek. That's why yeah. they're there, You're right? You're not, like, applying to work on Star yeah. Trek if you didn't like Star Trek. Yeah, they're working their way to become a Star Trekian like me. Yeah. Uh, and I think that he had said something. I don't have the quote here, but I want to say he had said something about how their goal is to have a Star Trek show always on but not necessarily stacking over each other mm-hmm. I mean, which it seems pretty accurate that right. they are planning yeah. to do that yeah and another show that doesn't know when to stop making new shows <laughs> is the walking dead <laughs> it's literally become its title yeah that's <laughs> true it has uh so season 10 i don't know if anybody knew uh the finale was never released because of the pandemic they did not get to finish shooting the episode mm-hmm. so it got to the end of the show and then people didn't get the conclusion they apparently are finally done and ready to air the, the 10th season finale on october 4th but not only are they going to now finally release the conclusion of the season mm-hmm. they've announced that they will also be releasing six more episodes that will be arriving in early 2021 cool and i guess these will be a kind of a prequel transition from season 10 to season 11 okay kind of in the middle i guess is what the the goal is for these okay and the new show walking dead world beyond is also going to premiere on october 4th i assume after okay that's the one i think where it's about a bunch of kids who were in some facility and they never knew about the virus oh. or the zombies. Remember we talked about a show that was yes. happening? I very remember Basically, this. they have no knowledge of what zombies are right. or how to survive in this world. So it's basically just, in a sense, a reboot within the same fucking universe. Right. <laughs> uh, they apparently also are going to change the term walker to something else in this show. So they won't be called walkers anymore. Why? I imagine because they they don't know what the fuck a walker is. They've never heard the term, so they just, whatever they make up. Oh, uh, okay. But if, I mean, every show that they have has that's, a different name, right? True. Yeah. Sometimes there's... I like, feel like the Fear of the Walking Dead also had a, also had a different name for them, yeah, depending on did. the location they were in. Mm-hmm. Hell, even in the Walking Dead main show, they had different names based off the groups that they were. What was the show that they called them Puppies and Kittens? I have no idea. 
It was the one on uh, God, the one with the zombie baby. Oh, I think it was that show. The one on sci-fi. Yeah. I can't think of the name of the yeah. show. Yeah. They, they didn't call them that, but it was like, we got okay. puppies and kittens coming to our left or whatever. Gotcha. It was awkward. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Not at all The Walking Dead. I know, but we're talking about terms for for Yeah, zombies. but I meant like within The Walking Dead shows. Whatever. It's fine. Like even the games, the, the Telltale games, they have different yeah. terms for what they call them in all the different groups in the games. All right. Fine. Yeah. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah. Things related to The Walking Dead. <laughs> Zombie shows. No. Okay. Okay. They never technically call them zombies, do they? No, they don't. So, there you go. Facts, people. Facts. Yeah. Wear your mask, or else you'll become a zombie. <laughs> or a walker. Or a not walker. Yeah. I don't think they gave what the exact name was, but it's apparently going to be changed in the show. Okay. Good to know. Uh, okay. Uh, also, side note. World Beyond. Doesn't that just, like... The world beyond Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. Yeah, they're just everyone's got the same fucking names basically now. Yeah, but we did reference Fear the Walking Dead, which is going to have a October 11th premiere for that show. Okay, I know you started that show at one point. I never got into I it. it. I think I watched like the first episode. Yeah, that's where I and it was boring. As well. Yeah, we watched it together, and then I was like, "I'll keep watching it without you" because you were like, "I don't care about it," and then I never yeah. did. Well, I, they described it in an interesting way, and then I watched it, and it just felt like it was just, like, a shittier version of The Walking Dead. And now it sounds like they're basically in the same timeline as The Walking Dead. And, like... Yeah, because they're just like, so, so... what's the fucking point, then, if it's not... Because the premise was it was during the outbreak. Right. And so if they're, like, in the same time now, then yeah. why even have a different show? Yeah, and that was why I was originally interested, is because it was supposed to be, like, transitioning from, like, normal human time to... Zombie time. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Zomba time. Uh, but then I watched the first episode with you, and then I was like, okay, I'll keep watching it, and I just didn't, so... Uh, and to conclude the Walking Dead news for Comic-Con, uh, Robert Kirkman says he, his, he is still heavily involved in the Rick Grimes movie. It's still in production. They're working on it. Uh, the movie is still very much in development, we're working with our partners at Universal to bring the film to life. Okay. So, I, that basically, I think, explains plot points in the show that, right. uh, as far as we know, have no answer to them. I imagine the movie covers that. Right. And that's basically it as far as what I felt was newsworthy Comic-Con discussion. Uh, there's obviously, like, a billion other things to have yes. watched, heard followed as far as comic-con yeah type topics uh so go look for those moving into what we watched uh we watched the netflix show unsolved mysteries yeah which was only like what four five it was six episodes. six episodes yeah i was getting there yeah i was getting <laughs> you there. were almost there yeah yeah and it's um for anybody who's not aware of just kind of a reboot or remake of the older series which started in 1987 mm-hmm. um, and aired I think some until 2010 but some of that might have been uh, syndication. Um, little different this time around. They didn't have a host and they did more of a theatrical storytelling take on it on each of the stories um, on each of the mysteries. I, I kind of feel like it was more interview tone than yeah. it was dramatizations of. 
the scenario I being agree. told. And when all the things that we were reading, when we were talking about how the show was going to happen, it was like, we're doing the dramatization, blah, 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 or whatever. It said we're doing the uh, storytelling version mm-hmm. rather than the hosted version. I was kind of more expecting more reenactment. Yeah. They had like a lot of B-roll of yeah. those whatever scenarios yeah. playing on screen while the person they were talking to was describing stuff yes and would jump between talk seeing them talk and seeing the stuff happening yeah but i felt like it was really more just interview based and informative in that sense it felt more like a forensic files than uh unsolved mysteries yeah um and they covered a variety of topics most of them were murder that were unexplained somebody's missing or whatever and there's a given a, a supernatural type one yeah, there was one based off the UFO yeah. uh, sightings in Massachusetts in the uh, late 60s, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, that one actually was pretty interesting to me. Yeah. So the, the new series got a 74% tomato meter and 81% audience score as of yesterday. Um, and other than that, there isn't a whole lot hugely notable about it in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it, it was fine. It was a yeah. short season, obviously. They're Very, like hour yeah. episodes, but... One of the episodes was so fucking boring, I will say. And it took... It felt like it was much longer than an hour. I, I, yeah. I think we were halfway through. I was like, it's not an hour yet? Yeah. It's only been half an hour? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was, I think, the episode where... The Witness? It, it's like the mom was like a killer and then the daughter goes missing. And yes. so like everyone's like, oh, the mother killed the daughter, but yes. there's no proof of it. Right. Um. Based off the way they told the story, they basically were like, this is what happened, but nothing was done about it. And so, like, I don't really know why it was even an episode of Unsolved Mysteries because they basically explained everything that happened. Yeah. I guess the only mystery is that there was no concrete evidence that she did it. Right. But, like, they're kind of... We... All signs point we to... We pretty much yeah. know it happened. Yeah, exactly. Which I felt defeated the concept of the show. Yeah. Because it's, in my mind, it's supposed to be things that they don't have an answer to. Yeah, I agree. Like the one about the guy at the party. Yes. 40, 50 miles away from yes. his home. Yeah. Where he disappeared. Right. Okay, like that's a good one yes. for Unsolved Mysteries. Absolutely. The UFO one's a good one because it's an unsolved mystery. Yeah. Yeah, the other one was like, yeah, it's not technically solved on paper, but everybody's fairly certain yeah. we know what happened. Yeah. It's just kind of like, we can't we're, prove it. We're not so. saying she did it, yeah. but she did it. Yeah, like, exactly. It's basically what it yeah. was. Um, I have to admit, I was creeped out by Unsolved Mysteries when I used to watch it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like the older series. Just that music in the beginning would yeah. like give me the fucking goosebumps, you know? Yeah. And so I, if like I, they would hand you like young adult mo- novels. Yeah. Um, or children, children <laughs> novels. Yeah. Um, this did not. So I feel like in that. Yeah, it was vein, more educational and informative. In rather that vein, than... I don't think I liked this as much mm-hmm. as the old series because it wasn't as creepy. And like, holy fuck, I can't believe that. Like, Mm. yeah. So I'm going to give it a three. Plus, I feel like 
why was it so short of an episode count? Is it because they were testing the waters? I think so. See if people even gave a shit at this point yeah. about Unsolved Mysteries? Because yeah. it's not like they don't have an, a bunch of stories yeah. that they can find in newspapers and, right. and just... Cold case files. Yeah, like they, yeah. they have all of these sources they can get these stories from. Yeah. It's and just... Maybe even like lower the count of the time on the show yeah. to 30 minutes. I would have been happier with 30 minutes and make it creepier. sometimes it felt like they were just dragging it on. There were times where I literally felt like I fell asleep and woke up like 20 minutes later, but it mm-hmm. only been like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I just yeah. feel like they could trim it up a little bit better. It could be more concise. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like maybe, I know that there was, it was a conscious choice to not go with a host this time, but there's just something about having the same person be like, and no one will ever know what happened and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just something about that. I guess you could say this case went unsolved. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just, I guess that, I just, I just need to go back and watch the old ones is what I need to do. Will this family spend the rest of their life with this being a mystery? (laughs) I get what you're saying. Yeah. The nostalgia was definitely there in the title, but as far as the actual show, it felt like it it was missing. It was completely different. It felt more like, even like confession tapes, that Mm -hmm. show. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, too, if you notice at the end of our viewing, there was the other things you may be interested in. Mm -hmm. They had a world's most wanted yes which if you recall when we talked about the trailer for this show Mm -hmm. i was like they need to bring back america's most wanted that show was so much fun yeah so i imagine that this show is just a bigger scale yeah of that premise yeah and i'm excited for that so hopefully right yeah hopefully it doesn't fall short as i felt like this one did Mm -hmm. all right so what are you gonna rate it um I, i i'll give it I'll give it a three. <laughs> that was a hard decision. I was really debating giving it two. Yeah, but I, was too. <laughs> I liked it enough that I would continue watching it. So I feel yeah. like it's a three. I feel the same. I just hope that they can get some better stories. Yeah, and that's probably mean to say because these are true <laughs> stories that happen to people. Yeah, come I'm back. Like, that was a lame fucking story. <laughs> yeah, something to be said about this though is it was cool to see that the one guy like they exhumed his body fbi resumed the case or whatever so theoretically maybe they're going to be making some progress yeah yeah there was that That would be great you you were saying there was a Alonzo brooks nope doesn't matter whatever one of the cases they (laughs) it was they opened the case back up after the guy who was at a party 50 miles away because it brought up a lot of red flags and like well why couldn't we oh we probably shouldn't have not closed that case yeah Yeah. (laughs) it didn't bring up a lot of questions of the area and the policing uh choices in the case yeah so uh yeah i'll give it a three it was it was enough that i would watch another batch of the episodes yeah i agree all right so you're giving it a three then yeah okay you just never said that oh i said it before you did Mm. so oh aren't you cool i mean well i mean i said it first so (laughs) all right uh we watched the netflix original it's an original right i think so the original movie the old guard which came out July 10th. Mm-hmm. Of like 1962, no. I think. No, just 
just recently. Oh, it was called The Old Guard, so yeah. I figured it was an older yeah. movie. The characters are old, but not the movie. Gotcha. Yeah. So this is a new movie. Yes. Uh, 2020. Correct. Okay. Uh, it has an 81% tomato meter and 71% audience score, as of yesterday. Um, the background is it's based on a comic book by the same of the same name by Greg Rucka, who also wrote on uh, worked on the screenplay. And it's essentially about four immortals going throughout life as mercenaries, and then a new one comes up, comes about, and they all embark on a mission with a common goal. I'm trying to be very vague. Yeah. <laughs> I think none of that information is news if you've seen the trailer. So. Well, the trailer gives away that they're immortal and all this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it's some pretty interesting... There's, there's some interesting plot points that I didn't expect from the trailers. Mm-hmm. They definitely took the plot a little bit more than I thought they were going to go based off the trailer. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more just like, oh, look at this cool fucking choreographed action shit. Like, it's the female lead of... Extraction. Extraction. Thank you. Yeah. Extraction. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, not to say that it's any lesser. Just It just felt like the same premise kind of thing. As far as just like As far movie. as it's like, let's get a lot of fucking action scenes and we'll throw some kind of premise in there. Right, right. It felt actually a little similar to Warrior Nun. I could see that. But, like, good. But good, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, key cast members, we've got Charlize Theron as the one of the main characters, Andy. Uh, Kiki, L- Kiki Lane as Niall. Um, Matthias Schoenertz as Booker. Uh, Marwan Kanzari as Joe. Uh, Luca Marinelli as Nikki and... Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor jumping in as another character named James Copley. And I just had to shout this guy out. Harry Melling as Steve Merrick. For those of you who don't recognize that name, he is Dudley, Harry Potter's cousin. He has grown up into an adult who is terrifying looking. (laughs) Yeah. He's not a fat little kid, but he's still. Yeah, he awful. doesn't have the pigtail. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have the pigtail, as far as we know. I mean, we didn't. That's true. We that's true. They weren't. They weren't zooming on his butt. Right. So. He lo- he's lost some weight, mm-hmm. but uh, that's he looks the same otherwise. Okay. So. Not in his teeth though. No, his teeth he gained, are still he gained some weight. Gained in his some teeth. teeth weight. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I really enjoyed this uh, overall. I it I I went in honestly having no expectations. I didn't even think I was going to enjoy it to be honest. But I ended up. Overall enjoying it. Yeah. I think it had some cheesy moments. Some of the dialogue was a little like, okay, whatever. Are you mm-hmm. kidding? But overall, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think they have a good foundation for the premise of this movie. The one negative I will say is I they kind of had flashback stuff or backstories of some of the characters that tied into like historical events. Mm-hmm. And the little that they showed in that, I kind of feel like I was more interested in that than I was the overall premise of this movie. Yeah. Where I kind of would have rather see that film. Yeah, I agree. But who knows? Maybe that'll be a thing later on. Or maybe that'll be filled in a little bit more in a season two. Yeah. If that were... Or not season two. A Uh, a second movie. (laughs) A sequel. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think a lot of the flashbacks seemed more interesting than the Mm -hmm. current day stuff. But we also are kind of history nerd types. We like historical... Mm -hmm battle stuff and all that you know yeah so um there were some things that i thought were a little silly with the historical stuff but i still was like yes i want to see that like what like um not not calling you out just i'm curious what you there's a photo oh right 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 yes (laughs) there's photos where they're 
They're... In these historical photos, and yeah. they, they just like no, I'm like no, that wouldn't <laughs> that, that wouldn't be a she, thing. Well, yeah. been... She would not be there. Yeah, it's not not, not in this position. No, of it's the just of, not in this role. Not realistic. Um, I mean, not that like having several thousand year older mortals is realistic, yeah. but regardless. Uh, <laughs> but the whole concept of them being immortal and like kind of playing into the concept of the negatives of being an immortal, like the yeah. things that would like kind of torture you in the sense of that. Mm-hmm. Um, both physically and emotionally, they they did have a, a nice concept that would make you think like on paper that sounds like it'd be fucking like yes, give me immortality. But right. they do a really good job at kind of highlighting why you might not want to be an immortal. Right, and you would definitely have to pretty much just hang out with immortals if you were. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And they set the movie up for a sequel. They like did. They, they kind of set up uh, some some of the subplot stuff that yeah. leads to an ending that is a clear sequel yes. in the making. Yeah. I would be perfectly happy watching a, another movie. I think it did a good enough job that I think they could expand on this movie and, and do a, a little bit tighter of a storyline. Yeah. Um, but the acting was all good. Yeah. Uh, I really only recognize the two actors. Mm-hmm. uh Charlie Theron and uh, Modor, or whatever his name is. <laughs> she would tell idea for? What's his name in, uh, whatever, in Doctor Strange? Yeah. It's Modor, matter. right? I think so. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I recognized one of them, the one who played Booker, but I don't know, remember, I don't didn't look up from where. I thought it was cool, the little um, backstories they gave the characters, without going into too much detail, just having their, like, ethnic or religious background and like mm. how they had the two that met in the crusades and all of that mm-hmm. yeah. and they were enemies and they, they kept, were enemies they, they killed each other constantly yeah, yeah. and now they're just now they're, like they're soulmates they're working together yeah, yeah. like yeah. they have this eternal relationship yeah. from all these many many years yes exactly and that's putting it lightly yeah uh yeah that was really interesting how they they kind of tie that in and mm-hmm. um i would i would probably give this a four I would also give it a four. I think it, it has some work it needs to do, mm-hmm. but I, I think I overall enjoyed it. I agree. The old guard gets a four in mortalities. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our episode. Yes. Keeping that's our it. Uh, reviews a little bit short because we had a lot of Comic Con news. Indeed. That's it for this week's episode. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. We've got a group now. You can interact with us all week long. The name is Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. And if you would do us a huge favor, give us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast service. Reviews would really help us get some exposure. Um, tell your friends. Rate us. Uh, subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. We'd really, really appreciate reviews or direct feedback just to learn how we're doing. Um, you can send us a, an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. And you can do that for suggestions, content requests, or feedback. Um, we would love to hear from you. You can also find us on dtfcast.com or follow Steven on social media. At Classic Cat Dad on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at 95 followers on Instagram. Oh. Get me to the five. Yeah. Just get me five Just gotta more. Gotta break 100. Actually, too, I don't know if I told you, huh. uh, I commented on this video, like some random ass video right. on Instagram. It was like some other country doing this weird funeral thing with some right. guy and. Right. <laughs> coronavirus is involved somewhere right. and i just commented like something like oh look i thought that guy was dead or was the, the dead body that they were swinging around right 
I've never had this before. I have close to 500 fucking likes on my comment. Really? And like eight responses to me. Oh my gosh. Just because you had an observation? Yeah. It wasn't even like really a joke. (laughs) I was just like, like I legit was like, oh, this is just something I thought. And then. This is what I observed. Yeah. (laughs) And like, that's the most I've ever had. I think the second most is probably like 20. And it was like a picture of my cat. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you know, like, I I don't know. That's funny. So I guess I just need to start commenting on other posts more. I guess so, yeah. In order to get, uh, but ironically, I had like almost 500 likes on my comment, zero follows. Aw. (laughs) Well, if you hear that, he needs, he wants follows. Yeah, if you pity me, (laughs) I, I need five more. And apparently it makes really good comments on videos. Yeah, so. <laughs> observations. All right, that's it. That's what was episode 50. We it made was. it to 50 episodes. Yeah, we sure did. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another observation. <laughs> Hope you guys liked that one. Really good at those. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>